times how I feel when Only person who can stop you is the man in the mirror When you look down at your wrists and you see money When you look at your shoes and you see money When that scarf on your neck means money Burberry scars, shrimp and parry on Living like a comet, moving amongst the stars $100,000 sports cars, silk massage, menage a trois Yes, I've been a boss Burberry scars, shrimp and parry on Living like a comet, moving amongst the stars $100,000 sports cars, silk massage, menage a trois Live from the debate center, it's Saturday night, baby. Yeah, 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 for a whole ass death triangle, including me. You know me, so I ain't gonna say all that shit. Just call me the notorious DOM. And I am joined by the first fucking lady of Top Rope Wrestling Talk, Latina Heat back, herself. Yo. What? Grandma! Wendy! <laughs> so, fools? And of course, as always, my right-hand man and founder of Top, Wrestling, Top Rope Wrestling Talk. I'm so hyped. I can't even get the words out. Is the man, the myth with the majestic beard and the Burberry scarf. The high class one himself. Say it with me in the chat, boys and girls. You know you want to. Bruce. Yeah. What the fuck is good? <laughs> oh, hey, is look at good. Look at the chat already. We got we got Temple throwing theories in. We got we got Will. What's happening, Will? Check out Will Gray and and bots and bots bots and chair shots. I'm so pumped. I can't get these words out tonight, man. And of course, the chef. Mwah, what's up to you, homie? And T-Man from All Elite Wrestling Television, my boy. What is good? Keep killing it and keep coaching up them special needs kids. Love you, dude. And of course, we always, 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 always have to give a shout out to the godfather of the Circle of Debate Network, LFA himself, Ivan C. What is going on, bro? And And... We even we even got the Queen of the South. Hey. <laughs> if you didn't know, she's telling you. What's up, Kayla? Hope you're not outraged at us. And if you are, you can control it. Good to see you as always. Oh my God. I am so fucking pumped. We have not had a chance to be three in weeks. All too long. And and since we are here and we are three, I'm gonna jump. Right into this, y'all, because we skipped right past it. We skipped right past it. This is some this is some top rope breaking news. If you have been following us, you may already know, but for those of you who don't, I'm about to school you. As of Black Friday, Top Rope has been together for four fucking years. We have now entered the horseman phase, boys and girls. <laughs> yes. Which is funny because we used to call ourselves the horsemen. Uh, you get it? Oh. 
That was when there was four of us. That was when there was four of us, but now we're celebrating four years. Since we missed it, we've got some things to catch up on. We had I, I did I pulled a couple of watch alongs, and you know, there's a lot that we that we missed that we're gonna cover tonight. But please come back December 16th. We're gonna bring in some special guests. We love to get some videos or some whatever from you guys to play and have the four-year anniversary celebration of Top Rope Wrestling Talk. It's going to be amazing. We're going to get everyone we can get to show up. Maybe yes. some prior guests. Maybe some co-hosts. Maybe some people from the Debate Network. Maybe some people you ain't seen in a minute. But be back here December 16th, Saturday night, and we will have a ball and celebrate four fucking years. <laughs> yes. Wait, I think Wendy's muted. Hang on, let me unmute you. Okay, try now. Hey, sorry about that. Having conversations on the side. Um, oh, my bad. I thought you were talking to us. No, no, no. <laughs> no, why would she want to talk to us? It's like she does a show with us. I only us haven't seen you guys in like two weeks. Why would I want to talk to you? She's been dealing with us for four fucking years. She's done with us. Yeah. <laughs> only four fucking years. Yeah, we're, we're, we're at that part of the show where we just mute during the show and have side conversations. That's oh. Where we're at. And happy oh, anniversary to Queen's Takeover, Kayla. That's all. Awesome. Not yet. In February. Or February happy early. Early. In February, she'll catch up to us. Yeah. So that's what happens when you speed read with dyslexia. You miss some shit. <laughs> that's what I'm here for, to help us. I bet Bruce can't do a brother love impression. Nope. I kind of can. I love you. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no, I cannot. Sorry, Temple. Four fucking years. Damn. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying. Okay, folks. Let's Sorry. jump into it, you guys. What are we, where do we want to? Like, Let's get into this shit. You know where I want to start, you Grandma? <laughs> you know where I want to start, Grandma? I want to I backtrack because Bruce and I got to go on with Pepsi Phil and, and start some violence and talk about it. I want to get your thoughts not only on full gear, but especially, especially on that Texas death match. Because I have had so many people ask me, with you not being here, what was Wendy's reaction to that? What was Wendy's reaction to that? Yeah. Asking the bingo hall kid what grandma's reaction to the death match was. <laughs> so, people out there, I am a people's champion. Grandma, please give us your thoughts. You're great on the pay-per-view. And, of course, what you what you thought and felt watching that damn death match. <laughs> Overall, I thought Full Gear was a fun pay-per-view to watch. Definitely had a lot of great matches in it. Um, I was not, I'll be honest, 100% honest here. I was not invested in that match with, what is it, uh, Christian Cage and the boys and Sting and the old guys. Yeah, you know who I'm talking about. I just, I don't know. I just wasn't into that one. Um, but everything else I definitely enjoyed. That Texas death match. Oh, my God. Oh, my. I I figuratively, but almost quite literally shit my heart out a few times. I was like, holy <laughs> fuck, dude. It what, was crazy. Real quick, what were your thoughts when Swerve hit Hangman with the chair when he was on the rope and the barbed wire got wrapped around his face? I was literally speechless the whole match. Yeah. I, I, I was like, <laughs> like I had, I couldn't, I couldn't say anything. It was insane. That part, oh my god! Like what the hell? How 
how much does it fucking hurt to have it just like scrape on your face? When Swerve was just crimson masked, the only thing I could think of was when you remember that match where Eddie cut a little too deep. That was mm-hmm. all I could think about. That yep. was like holy shit balls, dude. The or whole- like Ric Flair every weekend back in the day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, what in the ever loving fuck, dude. And I love a good old fashioned death match. Don't get me wrong, but holy shit, those uh. guys. They just left it out there, like heart, soul, blood, sweat, and tears, everything, man, everything. Wendy, Morgan wants to know who the champ is. Well, hang, hang on now. We were going to get to that. But first, oh, okay. Brian, I want to see, is, is Brian's assessment accurate here? Was that death, 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 death match your idea of Candyland? <laughs> Bro, complete understatement because it was okay. holy shitballs. Okay. And yes, like father, like son, Morgan comes in and wants to know who the champ is. I think we're still figuring that out. Of course, who else would Indy it be? We're supposed to talk. no other champ. There's only one champ I acknowledge in this house, and it's MJF. That is <laughs> right. <laughs> she yeah, don't even yeah. acknowledge me, boys and girls. Hey, ain't that it's a- MJF all the way. And by the way, since we are, uh, we are also working on an end of the year, you know, best of show. And D-Man said it. Is this match a candidate for match of the year? Man, um, they didn't just no. tear down the house. They burned it down. They did, but I think because of it being more of a deathmatch style, I don't think it will get recognition for match of the year because of that circumstance. Because when was a deathmatch ever match of the year? Oh, no, I get that. I'm saying should we as top rope nominate it for our best of? Oh, because we're putting that together in the background, y'all. We're going to start the I year with yes. the best of. We're going to get you involved. Yeah. That one. yeah. I would say fuck yes. If it's not match of the year, I think Hangman and Swerve got to be in the running for feud of the year. I think Maybe not story, but as far as feud, rivalry, they're up there. Oh, yeah. They've definitely had a great rivalry. I mean, the story was good, too. Don't get me wrong. It's not MJF and Adam Cole, but it was damn good. But the rivalry, holy fucking shit. <laughs> yes. Okay. I'm glad. I'm glad we got that out of the way. We will get back to the comments very soon. Thank you for that. Thank you, folks. Keep them coming, chat. We love them. Um, and now, since Bruce and I already talked pretty much ad nauseum about full gear, we're gonna, we're gonna skip ahead a little bit. We're gonna we're gonna get into this year's Survivor series, which was a lot of good, some bad. Maybe even a little ugly, but <laughs> but I don't want to start. I, I want to let I want to let the high class one get in on something. So so give me your thoughts and your grade for survive last week's Survivor Series War Games. Okay. Um, I thought there was a missed opportunity in there. Um, oh, go on. <laughs> I I I actually think Rhea should have dropped the title, even if it was for. What are you smoking? April. You shut your whore mouth. <laughs> listen, <laughs> don't you <laughs> ever disrespect my mommy oh like my, that? Oh my god! Listen, if I would have said, "Oh, well, I think MJF should have dropped the title to Jay White," you would have lost your damn mouth. Cancel Bruce for this blasphemy. <laughs> Let's not go that far. We might get caught in the crossfire. No, it, it here's. <clears throat> Here's the thing. The women's division is getting 
a little stale in WWE because it's the same people over and over and over again. Here's here's a way to put a wrestler on the map that you obviously have stock in. So even if it was like a, a lucky roll-up win for the title and then Rhea comes back like a month or two later and takes the title back, mm-hmm. okay, there it is. But you just built a new wrestler. You just built someone to, to star status, you know? I don't know. That's just my thought process on it. Uh, okay, I kind of get where you're coming from. But at the same time, like Ivan and I were saying, I think even Pepsi Phil, like Zoe is very good and we love her to death, but it feels like she was getting a little too much too soon. And now she's kind of back to, you know, building up her actual character where we, we know she can go, but most of the people watching Raw doesn't, don't even know who the fuck she is. Like we do because we watched NXT back then. But a lot of people don't. So I think once she gets a little bit more established as a persona on TV on the main roster, she's no gonna one, be a no champion. No one knew who the fuck down. Paige. No one knew who the fuck Paige was when she walked into Monday Night Raw on her very first night there and won the fucking title. True. Yeah, but this ain't Zoe's first night either. <laughs> I mean, and Paige but, came from a wrestling family, so there was a little bit of something no, behind. Nobody, it. nobody knew that. No, I didn't know who the fuck she was when she won the title that night. I had no fucking I clue. I had no fucking clue who she was. I was like, oh, shit, Paige is here because I was watching NXT. But I knew her before then. <laughs> <coughs> so that's I what mean, I mean. There, there are people like me who knew Paige back then. There are people like you that didn't. There are people like us who know Zoe, now, who knew Zoe from wherever. I, I saw her before NXT. And then there are people that have no fucking clue who she is. Wait, you yeah. were there? Were you there when Paige won the title on Who? her first night? Who? El Jefe. Oh, probably. Is that what you're saying? That if so, that's cool. That's very cool. Um so so I'm sorry, we kind of we derailed already. What is it? 17 minutes what's, into the show. What's new? You got any more thoughts? You want to give us a grade on this on this pay-per-view high class? I'm not saying uh, PLE. Go for it. Um I thought the women's war games was. I, I thought the, both the war games matches were okay. They were decent. Um, EO Sky's a fucking maniac. Yeah. Um, she's like female. We already, we, we already knew that. Um, no, I don't know. But th- here's the thing: it doesn't matter what what grade I give it. I'm going. Someone's going to give me shit. But I'm giving this bitch a C plus. Okay. Okay. That's, Fair enough. That's that's. Yeah, that's my opinion on it. That's your two cents. That's, that's my you. Cents. Do you? Do you? And then I'm gonna I'm gonna swing right back to Grandma because I don't feel like talking yet. Give us your your thoughts, your your feelings, and your grade on Survivor Series War Games. Um, I am in the opposite camp. I actually very much enjoyed War Games. I had a lot of fun watching it. Um. I think it's because I just went into it like just wrestling fan, not, you know, let go of the tribalism or whatever. I was like, I'm just here to watch wrestling. Like, I just want to fucking watch a fight, you know, and I, I got a lot of fun out of it. I thought it was a great, great show. I actually enjoyed every single match, even ones that I wasn't invested in, which I can't even think of one that I was not invested in. I feel um, Rhea Ripley, definitely the right choice there. 
Um, no. Hell yes. yeah. Yes. No. Yes. No. Because no. we forget something. It's not just about athleticism in the WWE. Can we can we pause for was it grandma? Have you ever noticed the closer we get to the holidays, the more Bruce chooses violence? Yes. <laughs> okay. I thought it was just me, but okay. Even <laughs> Ivan and Pepsi Phil agree to that shit. <laughs> there's, still, there's still a bit of sex appeal in WWE. Because I mean, look at Shayna Baszler. How many times has she have been champion? But Zoe Starks is she's a handsome woman. She's strong, she's solid, she's a great wrestler. But they probably don't see her in the same sex appeal category as as a Ripley, as Chelsea Green, even as others. Um, and I hate to say it. I hate to be the one to say that. But there is a little bit of that to to consider. Um, Absolutely. Should she be given a chance? Fuck yes, entirely. She's an amazing wrestler, I won't lie. But I don't know if, if WWE will set aside the image before the wrestler, um, unfortunately. But... That being said, the show overall, I enjoyed it. I had fun. I'm going to give it a solid A. Okay. Who are you and what did you do with Wendy? <laughs> Wendy's been down and out for the count. So, you know. Just take <laughs> 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 oh, wait. Well, I, I'm, probably, I'm probably somewhere between you guys. I think live I gave it an A minus because there were some things that like I really enjoyed it, but there were some things that I didn't like. I think looking back on it, I'd probably say it's like a B plus pay-per-view. It had some great moments. The women's workings match practically stole the show from jump. It's like everybody go home. Uh -huh. It gets no better than this. And and there were a lot there, but there were really a lot of quality matches throughout the car. I mean, there weren't a lot of matches. It was like takeover style again. There were five, six matches. But the <laughs> thing that people say, because I've heard it already ad nauseum, just listening and watching other people's podcasts, is like, well, you know, AEW is so long because they have like 10, 10 matches on the card. The run times for these two shows are about 20 minutes apart. Mm hmm. And WWE had five matches, and AEW had ten. But the reason that they're so that they're so close is because War Games itself takes like half an hour, forty five minutes to pull off because you got to have all the countdowns, get everybody in the ring, then start the match, then get it over mm -hmm. with. So they're really not that much different, folks. No matter how much you say, both shows were amazing. I would give this a B plus for two reasons. One. The men's war games match felt a little bit rushed. And we'll get into that because there's there's more to talk about there. But it felt rushed to get to the after the match bullshit. I can't even say festivities. I can't say shenan oh. it was bullshit. Let's just put it that way. It was bullshit. We'll put a pin in that because we're gonna talk about that. But but put a pin, we'll circle back. And originally, I was oh, kind of wow. mad. I was kind of mad that after Randy Orton hit that amazing RKO on JD McDonough, mm -hmm. he let Cody get the pin. But then, when I heard from Cody after the fact, he said that Randy actually gave... And I went back and watched. He tossed Damian mm -hmm. Priest to Cody after that and said, finish it. And Cody hit the crossroads and got the pin in what is his father's match. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I was not thinking about that at the time. Yep. It was a long night. I had had several beers. So I was mad. I let that go. That's cool. You can have Randy's a good dude. Mm -hmm. And we're going to talk about his comeback a little bit too, because 
And these guys know I'm not the biggest Randy Orton fan. And that's putting it lightly. He's the man. He's kind of a douche. I respect him, but he's kind of a douche. Out of respect for Randy Orton, I'm giving this a B plus because WWE did everything they could to shit on his return by bringing back <laughs> by bringing back the biggest turd in the punch bowl of all time after his fucking return. Don't get me wrong; people were people were complaining like, "Oh, you don't need this drama with Randy." Just like with Full Gear, people were, were complaining, "Oh, you don't need this drama with Adam Cole." You do. Because mm -hmm. that's what wrestling is. It's drama. It's emotion. It hooks you into the fucking story and into the action. That's part of the whole process of, of pulling all this off. Mm -hmm. So so having Randy just pop out and not stand, you know, in the stupid little shark cage that didn't have a lock this time, by the way. I don't know if you guys noticed that. There was no lock. There was literally a latch that you could probably just reach through and go pip and walk out if you wanted to. There was no lock. Well, they were very respectful and did. They not. were extraordinarily respectful because either that or they just didn't give a fuck about their teammates. They're like, no, nah, I'm not getting in this. You can take the ass whooping. Clink. <laughs> it was one or the other. But to to shit on Randy Orton's return by bringing back that scumbag, and I'm not talking about the one with the championship. I'm talking about the one that lost to him twice in his hometown. After Randy Orton and after that match to just shit all over that moment that Randy worked his ass off for a year and a half for is fucking bullshit. Therefore, you no. get a B plus. The true disgrace and true burial was not Randy Orton. It was the return of our truth. That was the one yeah. that really got buried. It, well, it really did. Now, really now, did. now, to be fair, to be fair, you can't bury our truth because our truth is a fucking legend. They tried <laughs> burying him with that goddamn twenty four seven title. What do he do? Win it like fifty nine times? He's the greatest <laughs> champion ever. He's a yeah. fucking legend. He's the only black man to ever hold Charlotte. Legend. Fifty nine time champion. Legend. Kept little Jimmy an invisible child for almost a decade or more. Legend. Yeah. Punk can't hold a candle to that man. Best in the world, my ass. That's our truth. <laughs> so let's let's the cat's out of the bag. You so said his name. Let's talk let's about it. Into, I was just about to say. Let, let's, we have to. Let's, yes. let's jump into not only CM Punk's return at Survivor Series because we're going to talk about we're going to talk about Randy too. We're going to talk about Randy, but let's jump into Punk's return at Survivor Series. And then whatever he said on Raw. Yes. I okay, you're ex you're probably the only one excited for this, Bruce. So I'm gonna let you go first. Tell me <laughs> all you want to tell. Say all you want to say about Phil's return to wrestling. I'm I'm excited because I get to piss Wendy off. So that's why I'm excited. Um. <laughs> so here's here's the thing. The, the first thing that I want to say, and I just want to get out there. To and and the you know you you said to talk about a little bit of the tribalism at the beginning of the of the show, Dom. Uh, so for all you tribalistic WWE fans, <clears throat> I just want you to think about this: without Tony <laughs> Khan and without AEW, CM Punk never would have gotten the itch to get back in the ring, and you guys would not have him right now. So there you go. Y'all can y'all can get off your high horse and thank Tony Khan. Two, 
I hope Seth Rollins beats the living dog piss out of this man. I really, really, really do. But there's there's also um I'm not gonna say a, it, but a, I agree a with clause a, a clause that is supposedly in CM Punk's a behavioral clause in CM Punk's contract. Um so there's there's that. So maybe he's not allowed to be a dick, you know. Um, and and the, the other the, the the other thing that is going to make this totally uninteresting is, I guess, when Punk got fired, he had to sign an NDA to where he's not allowed to talk about Tony Khan or AEW. <clears throat> and Tony Khan signed one himself, saying that he's he can't talk about CM Punk. And that's why at his at press um, conferences and stuff like that, when they asked him, whenever he's asked about CM Punk, he's just like, I can't comment on it. So that is why you, you didn't get the big punk blow up, talk shit about AEW on Monday <coughs> Night Raw. That's yep. why it was so bland and, and boring. And the only thing he could say was at the end of the promo, I'm here to make money, not friends. Yes. Yeah, so. it, it, in my opinion, that was about the only honest thing that came out of his mouth that whole time. Mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, first of all, to to get him back in the first place with this new haircut and it, and he's all clean shaven and everything, it does kind of remind me of what Temple, aka the other MJF, said. Th- this isn't CM Punk; it's PG Punk. You're going mm-hmm. to get a guy that comes out every week preaching hustle, loyalty, and respect. Why not? <laughs> Cena's pretty much dead. So, <laughs> not dead. He's just off doing other things. Well, he got killed by Solo Sokoa. <laughs> there was that. It's true. I mean, Jesus. Oh, but and and I just I feel as much as I don't like him. I feel again for Randy Orton, who we're going to talk about too. You got completely buried completely shit all over and and lord knows randy did not come back from anything small in this case there there were people Mm -hmm. saying randy was done period Mm -hmm. i was one of them and so to have him come back this is like this is supposed to be like an edge moment i yeah back at the rumble this is supposed to be like an edge moment and then like i always said nobody drops a turd in the punch bowl like punk and there he goes to randy just hey is this your punch bowl did you, did you see when did you see the video of what Orton did when when Punk's music hit like his music hit and Randy just kind of opened the steel chair and sat in the ring and just kind of threw yeah, his hands up went, and then and know, then waved fuck me who am I you know just a legend killer 14 time champ came back 18 months it- been here my whole career, unlike some people. Who the fuck am I? I'm chop liver. It, it fills here. Even Rhea Ripley's reaction when she, I, I, I and her reaction, she one, she flipped him off, and two, she goes, We don't fucking need this guy. Yeah. And by the way, if you want to give anybody TV time that came over from AEW, it needs to be Jade Cargill. There, I fucking said it. I'm gonna move on now because this is fucking disgusting. Then he comes on Raw. And he literally, I think one of the first things he says live on Monday night in the main event slot cutting a promo is, I've changed. You've changed since when, homie? 
since two, three months ago when you got mm. fucking fired for being an asshole? You've, you've changed. changed then. You've changed your hairstyle. You've changed the way you keep your, your beard. That's that about all this fucking change. change. That NDA and that clause that Bruce <laughs> talked about. Those are the fucking changes. Change. You are the same weak-minded, weak-bodied motherfucker that John, that John fucking Moxley said you were. By the way, by the way, I said I wasn't going to say it. I'm going to fucking say it anyway. I hope Seth Rollins mops the fucking floor with your egomaniac ass. And if he doesn't, I hope somebody else, I hope the tribal chief teabags you at the Royal Rumble. And I hate that man, but I hope he does because I hate you more. He even, he even said that bullshit in his promo about a wise man once told me I'm, o- I'm only going to get what I want out of this place if I leave and come back. Are, are we now going to see another <laughs> another jump ship segment between Paulie? Like, oh, I went from Brock to Roman because Roman's the hot ticket now. Now I'm going back to Punk. Fuck you, Roman. But here's, here's the thing. Punk's... It- if you noticed, like I don't know, it didn't garner the reaction that AEW got when when he came back. You know, this this was like, oh my god, he's in WWE. Whoop de fucking do! Right? Like like like. I mean, were there people excited? Absolutely. I'm not going to say no one was excited. You know, um, I wasn't. Chicago shocked. was excited. Some. Oh yeah. They were, but I mean, I don't know. I I, I don't know. What what? Uh, Wendy, Bruce, you need to talk about your boyfriend. You do. Who? I mean, you don't have to. <laughs> but you, if you f- if you feel like talking about CM Punk, I, in my anger, I forgot to kick it to you. Either that or Brucey got in. I, I uh, I'm a little blinded by rage at the moment. I'm I'm kicking it to her <laughs> right now because she has to say three nice things about this man before we end this segment. Three nice things about CM Trash. See, Um, you're not starting off good. Actually, that was pretty nice considering who he is. Thank you. So that's one. That's me being nice. One. (laughs) Yes, I'm counting it. That's one. (laughs) That's her being nice to see him. That is me being very nice. Um, Did you hear what I said? What she said was nice. (laughs) Number two. The way he combs his haircut makes him look like a child. Like the child that he is. Okay, I'm, I'm taking it. And number three, <laughs> at least the trash is out of AEW, and hopefully WWE will be able to contain him, um, especially with the claws. And you know they don't play around. I mean, look at Matt Riddle. Hmm. I they, they, uh, I love the Matt Riddle tweet, by the way, where he said, "You guys thought I was hard to deal with." <laughs> Good luck with this one. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, honestly, I don't really have anything to say about it. I, I'm tired of it, and and it's only begun. It's a wait and see for me, I guess, because I'm not right. here for it. Monday, I fell asleep right before his segment came on, so I don't even know, and I don't even care what the fuck he said. I was scrolling through my social medias, and it came up, and I was like, "Oh, keep on scrolling." <laughs> I 
I seriously woke up from my power nap at the exact moment that Cody was announcing himself for the Royal Rumble. And I was like, win that shit, homie. And I was all pumped. And then I watched the, the rest of Raw. And I got to Punk. And I was like, ugh. Uh, and I swear, the only honest thing in that whole 10-minute promo that he cut was as they were going off, off mic, in camera, I'm not here <laughs> to make friends. I'm here to make money. There's yeah. a shoot. The rest of it was completely scripted. Triple H probably wrote it as he as he went to the as he went to Gorilla. I, I it was it was I've changed. Get the fuck out of here. But you know who really has changed? Randy fucking Orton. Did you see that man? Like when he yeah. came back at Survivor he Series, is. he came back. Whoa. He looked yes. like. Do you remember back in the day after? The artist formerly known as Dean Ambrose got hurt, and when he kept when he walked back in the door, he was just like this. Mm-hmm. Like he had spent his whole his whole rehab just just eating creatine, creatine and lifting weights. Just, yeah, I'm gonna get back. I'm gonna get back. I'm gonna get back. That that was Randy, man. He was he looked fucking amazing. He looked amazing in Survivor Series. That I I do have to uh, I do have to ask the obligatory question the the super RKO on JD McDonough. Is that the greatest RKO of all time? And if not, which one is? No, oh, shooting okay. star press the RKO. Oh, was that Matt Seidel? Uh-huh. That's the oh, best I love RKO that one. ever hit. I love that one for personal reasons. That's the best but one. for me, for me, WrestleMania, Seth Rollins, where he went to do the stomp. And Randy popped him up midair okay. and then just jumped up and RKO'd his ass and pinned him. That's, okay, that's my favorite one. one. That was a good one. That was a good one. Grandma, was was Survivor Series or do you have another favorite? Survivor Series was definitely up there for me because I died laughing. Poor JD McDonough, man. Or Madonna's, as we say on Circle of Debate. Like, Funko Pop. Madonna's. <laughs> that Funko Pop took a hard hit, man. That Funko Pop, wow, you guys are fucking brutal. He's Dude, a hobbit. He's a Funko Pop, man. McDonough's okay, is to, like all again, head and all body. Again, to be fair, he, it, he does have kind of a Funko Pop head. So do I, if you notice. My head way too big for my fucking body. So it takes one to know one. And that motherfucker's got a Funko Pop head. That's coming from somebody who does. Okay. <laughs> I should be a Funko Pop. This 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 does all. All I gotta do is black out the eyes. That's it. You're done. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I mean, Randy, he looked great. I, I honestly, I I loved, I loved his return promo. I loved his interaction with Rhea. That that was that was my favorite. Hence why it's on the thumbnail. Where it's just, oh, everybody's saying mommy this, mommy that. Well, guess what? Daddy's back. I was like, oh. <laughs> this is probably the most I've liked Randy Orton in his whole fucking career. Right? Oh my god. <laughs> I was surprised. I was actually very excited to see him back. Here you go. Uh, El Jefe is requesting you say the Spanish McDonald's, mommy. When that's what I said. Madonna's. <laughs> McDonald's. If you remember, I think it was oh, what was what was the show? I think it was Mind of Mencia on Comedy Central, that spoof of like the Chappelle show, where they had his his brother going around, and and there was somebody in the drive-through, like a white girl, going, "Welcome to McDonald's," and he held up a picture and said, "Madonna's," and it was a picture of Madonna. Uh, <laughs> I'd forgotten about that. Oh my god, that's how you say it's Madonna's. <laughs> okay, but uh. 
Anyway, it, it, I mean the the promo and then the return match. Poor Dirty Dom. <laughs> poor Dom. Yeah, it, it's it's poor. I mean, poor Dom, but at the same time, good for Dom because he's he's getting matches with Randy Orton's. He's getting matches with John Cena's. He's getting matches with guys that are pretty big matches, fucking deals. Matches. I mean, I. I I guess you, yeah, you're right. And it's not like they can make JD Madonna's do the match because he had caught an RKO in a neck brace earlier and then caught another one. So we're saying poor Dom, but it's more like poor JD. Every time this motherfucker walks out, he catches an RKO. (laughs) Just catching a beat and left and right. He's like a magnet for RKOs, man. (laughs) And by the way, the whole time that I'm watching Matt Matt Seidel on Collision right now, I'm just picturing him shooting, starring himself into an RKO and laughing in my head. (laughs) Thank you, Bruce. So I just, I, 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 you know, we're talking about WWE and, and why, why is it, why why is it? And, and I I don't care what anyone says. Why is it that AEW does, the Continental Classic Tournament, and now all of a sudden, WWE is doing an eight-man tournament for the number one contender spot for the United that. States title. Mm. Like, why? Well, I why? don't know, because, it, again, according to the powers that be, the AEW is not competition, not competition, so I have no idea. Like why? I almost got through that. I almost did. I really, I really and, tried and, to hold it together. And here's the here's the thing: there's dumbasses that are gonna compare the two tournaments and be like, "Oh, WWE's was so much better." Or, "Oh, AEW." No, here's the thing: they're two totally different style tournaments. They one's are. a one's a round robin elimination mm-hmm. tournament, and the other one's like a G one single elimination. Yeah, yeah one single elimination, and one's a full like round robin tournament. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. No, I get fully me, dude. I. We know exactly why. And again, it's more proof that you can just add to the case that we're building that AEW is competition because W you got NXT, you got the the bullshit with Randy after what Adam Cole uh, they felt very they, they felt like very similar situations. It was like, oh, is MJF gonna wrestle? Where's where's MJF? And then also we get to Survivor Series. Wait, where's Randy? Is he here? Is he gonna wrestle? They felt very fucking similar. Now you got this. And when it happens once, it's a coincidence. When it happens three times in two weeks, they're fucking competition. Okay. <laughs> and Randy will kill the legend of Dirty Dom. Oh, no, God. never. Never. Because Dom's done hard time. JD and Roddy, next strong. <laughs> they would be the perfect tag team. <laughs> they really would. They come out in neck braces and wheelchairs with like Matt Taven and. Uh, and, and, and Finn! Finn! Adam! 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 You know their things are down the the ring. Next strong, I'll take you on. (laughs) Next strong to take (laughs) on anyone. Oh my god. Uh, Next strong, I'll roll over anyone. Oh god, that would be amazing. I would love to see that temple. I really would. Randy is going after Roman. Ah, well, that was going to be my next. Thank you, Morgan. Thank you. That was going to be my next thing. So we learned Friday that uh, apparently Randy has signed with SmackDown because yes. he doesn't want to be on the same show with Phil. I'm guessing. Don't blame I'm him. Guessing. But now that Randy is signed to SmackDown, 
is it just a given that he's going after Roman, or is this oh, yeah. one of these things where he's like going to systematically take out the bloodline? I don't know, but I do think Hunter is going to set Randy up to break Rick's record. He's only two titles away. That's true. He's only two title wins away. One from tying and one from beating it. Cena's not going to beat it. I think Rick 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 would want Randy to beat it, and I think Hunter would want Randy to beat it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No, that's true. I'm sorry. I'm so distracted because I think it's it's getting ready to to officially go down. We're going to get the House of Black versus FTR. Yes. Oh my buddy, god, buddy Matthews and and Malachi and Malachi because obviously Brody's in the tournament, but yeah, Brody's oh busy my with god, Brody right yes, now. look at look, he's holding Dax while Malachi's about to kick off Cash's head. Okay, there okay. goes since, since since we we brought up the Continental Classic, I mm-hmm. I have I have a high class theory that I think would be amazing for television. Amazing for ROH. <laughs> okay. I I would love, and now I know he's lost his first two matches, but I would love to see Mark Briscoe win this whole fucking tournament as the underdog. Comes comes back, Ooh. wins the tournament, wins the triple crown, uh-huh. wins the ROH world title. Joins his brother as ROH champion. Yes. That is an what amazing fucking theory. That would be so amazing. Cause he's, you know, he's starting his singles career, you know? Yeah. So I think I think that would just that'd be amazing television. That'd be amazing stories. I would that love would... as a as a Mark Briscoe enthusiast, I would love to see that. I really would. <laughs> And you know what? I mean, I agree that this the, the C2 is the G1, but in the States, you can say Tony copies and pastes, but let's not let's not forget the Bound for Glory series. This has been done before. Mm-hmm. This has been done, and it's been done to success. And if it's gonna succeed, why not fucking do it? Yeah. If you've got the talent, like like back in the day, TNA Impact had the talent. Why not put them all together and create a tournament like a G1? And right now, AEW is Extreme, it has an extremely talented roster. Why not put a bunch of these guys in a G1 style tournament and have them fight it out for three championships? Yeah, you know, it, it, it'd be one thing if, if like NWA tried to do this shit and they've got like 12 people on the roster and you care about two, maybe. Yeah, but we're talking yeah. about AEW here. Yeah, and, I mean, it- I mean, I'm, I'm ex- I, personally. I would love to see the Mark Briscoe thing. My pick is still Swerve because Swerve <laughs> has been the hottest fucking thing going since he beat Hangman. And he's had two amazing matches and he's won them both. I would love to see maybe Swerve and Mark Briscoe in the finals, but we're not going to get that because they're in the same bracket. Maybe it could be the bracket final. I don't know. But my money's still on Swerve here. <laughs> the Mark Briscoe thing is great, though. I would... I would die for that. That would be amazing. I don't think it's going to happen, but I would die. Wendy? Oh. oh. Bruce? Wait a minute. Before you get in on this, let's swing back. Yeah. She asked it. 
Will Randy beat Roman and get his 15th title? No, it'll be 16. He's got 15. He's it'll got be 16. And He's yeah, it's 14. happening. It's happening. This will be title 15 coming no, up. No, this, 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 this will be 16. He's got 15. No, dude, yeah. he's on 14. This would be 15. Trust me. So then he... Even when they introduced him at the pay-per-view, uh, Michael Cole said flat out, a 14-time champion. So this, if he beats Roman, it's 15. Okay. Okay. Oh, he is indeed a 14-time world champion. Okay. Thank you. Our bad. Okay. Our bad, homie. Our bad. My bad. <laughs> so he would need two more. And I, I don't know... I don't know if they would. I would like to see them do that. I don't know if they would. It would be a way. It would be a way to get the title back on television. So if you want to have Randy take it at like Royal Rumble and then defend it at WrestleMania, it would be a way for him to possibly get it, drop it, and then go after it again for number sixteen. Because if he would have to to break the record, he'd have to get three more. Mm-hmm. And and I don't know, like none of us know. I don't even think Randy knows how much time he's got left. Like mm-hmm. I said, a lot of people thought that maybe Randy would be done after this last injury, and and he has been banged up in the past. So maybe, just maybe, they find a way to bounce the title back and forth, like he and Cena did for a while, so that he can break the record. And maybe it starts with Roman. But maybe. that's a big, big fucking maybe. That'd be an interesting approach. Okay, so now that we've answered G's question, I'm sorry about that. We'll go back to the Continental Classic. Grandma, who do you think will win? What do you think of these theories? Just just, just talk to us. <laughs> I just want Swerve to win it. I think definitely it's his time to step up and be champion. Um, and this is a part. <laughs> Like this, this was this this rivalry he had with Hangman Adam Page really definitely showcased a side that I guess either hasn't been seen or hasn't been paid attention to. I don't know, but the fact that he went into it, it just kind of you know brought back shades of Lucha Underground and and some of those crazy matches he had there, the storytelling that he did there, and it's definitely elevated him a little higher. I think definitely having him win this tournament will put him in line for for. Um, the uh, a triple B, so yeah, I, I want Swerve to win it. I want him to to be up there. Okay. Okay. All right, Swerve, huh? Both of you guys pick Swerve. Wig <laughs> yes, and I are right here tonight. I am loving this. <laughs> I'm going with Adam Cole for the win. Wow, Adam. No, I'm, ki- I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I, uh, there's so wow. many, like, there's so much talent in this damn tournament. There really is. It's crazy because it's like, if you look at it, you're like, who the hell's going to win? Like, really, though? Like, like, every, you know, you guys are saying swerve, but that, I don't know. Yeah. Jay, you got Jay White, you got Moxley, you got fucking Danielson. Like, Fuck. There is a difference between who you wanted to win and who is likely to win it. Yeah. Yes. 
What's the thing? I, I I think with you and I, I think the ones I think the guy we want to win is most likely because he's the hottest guy in the entire fucking tournament. And good. as I said a couple of Fridays ago, now that Swerve is this hot, it's like, yeah, he could go after Orange Cassidy and win a title. Okay. He could maybe go after Christian, but Christian's a little busy win the TNT title. Okay. Or he could outshine every bit of talent in this entire tournament and win three titles. That seems like a bigger fucking deal. He could be a world champion, ROH or not. That seems like a big fucking deal. So I, I feel like, as hot as he is, he is the most likely to come out of this tournament with those belts. Yeah. Because everybody else that we're talking about, the Moxleys, the Bryans, the whatevers, they're all established. They're they're all they're all fucking Moxley and Brian are Hall of Famers today, no matter what, no matter what. If they if they literally wrestle like dog shit for the rest of their career, they are still Hall of Famers. They don't need these championships, and they know it. Why do you think Moxley lost to Orange Cassidy at fucking Full Gear? He doesn't need an international title. He doesn't need the ROH title. Brian Danielson has already had the ROH title. <laughs> it almost he doesn't feels need like, it. It almost feels like those guys are there to just kind of like motivate, I guess. Just get people to get hyped and excited about this tournament. But also to get yeah. the other guys like get their heads in the game kind of thing. Like this is who you're going up against. Yeah. So, you know, bring your fucking A games. No dicking around. And to yeah. make sure, because I, I know you guys have been watching, and to make sure that there are some top-quality pay-per-view-style matches in this fucking tournament. Definitely. Because if, you, if you've if you watched both of Swerve's matches, they were pay-per-view quality. Oh, if yeah. you watch Moxley's matches, same thing. Jay White, same thing. You know, mm -hmm. even Mark Briscoe, like, pay-per-view quality matches, even in losses. Like, they have, there have been some tremendous matches in this tournament and having guys like a Moxley or a Brian or whoever only helps to enhance the quality of the matches you're going to get week in and week yeah. out. Which is one of the reasons I'm all fucking for it. It was the same reason I was into the Bound for Glory series. Because you had all these guys like Bobby Roode and James Storm who had just come out of their tag team coming up. But then you had these established veterans mixed in with like Samoa Joe and shit. And they just put on banger ass matches week after week. And it was like, okay, if this is going to keep happening, I'm going to keep watching. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. And that's exactly where I am again. So I don't care if it's a clone of the G1. I don't care if uh, I think we were talking a few weeks ago about how certain talent should have been in it. Been... No, this is great. What we have and what we're getting from it is amazing. The other thing, a few of the other things that in AEW that are amazing right now, first and foremost, Julia fucking Hart. Amazing. Did you see, did you see oh, the match with Emi Sakura? Yes. Yeah. That might have been oh, my match that. of the night on Dynamite. No offense to Swerve. I mean, he killed it. Mark Briscoe killed it. But Julia Hart <laughs> and Emi Sakura put on a fucking show. Yes, they did. That match was amazing. In fact, the only person hotter than Swerve in AEW right now <laughs> is probably Julia Hart. Yeah, yeah, very well could be. Yeah. yeah, and I give her all the and I give her all the credit where the credit is due because she has worked her ass off. Mm -hmm. 
Like, her time with House of Black has really elevated her as a wrestler as well. Because, you know, they, they likely spend time with her, like, helping her train and, and learn and do more. Yeah. I mean, she even she had this this encounter and this thing with, with Abaddon, <laughs> which would only make another great tag team. But then you got to wonder about Sky Blue as well. <laughs> yeah. I think, Brucey, did you bring it up before the show or on it? I can't remember. Uh, before that women's trios titles, and then you could have the team of Julia Hart, Abaddon, and Sky Blue. Wow. Like, could you imagine, like, an, right all, an all-female chapter of the House of Black? Mm-hmm. That would be so cool. But you got, like, Buddy, you got Brody, you got Malachi, and then you got Julia Abaddon. Oh, excuse me. And sky blue. Like, oh. <laughs> what did Brian say? Julia's just working it with that Joshi legend, like with a Joshi legend like Emmy Sakura was uh -huh. excellent. Yeah. That was definitely <laughs> Chef's Kiss. Oh no, you you do. You do, El Jefe. You have to give all the respect to Sakura for putting her over, considering. She's probably thinking, you know, I'm kind of a big deal myself. I've been around like almost as long as this bitch been alive. <laughs> I've won yeah. titles on like nine continents. You know, I've been here longer than her. <laughs> but, you know, for her to to do that shows you Emi Sakura is damn good for business. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, she's also she's also a coach. Yeah. Yes, she I, is. I did forget about that. And maybe they oh, ought to get her a coach in AEW. I'm just saying that could only help. It could only help. But oh my god, between just dynamite with the tournament with Julia, and then we got the whole MJF saga where he said a lot of nice things about Samoa Joe and he yes and they accepted the match and and they weren't like cool but they they weren't Adam and MJF but they were kind of on the same page and then the devil showed up on screen mm. and, and challenged them to a tag match which Joe didn't want MJF mm -hmm. to take and then the lights go out and and the devil's goons start beating the living shit out of him, and then Max just accepts the match while Joe's going, no, no. By the way, have we ever seen Samoa Joe back down from a fight before? He, he wasn't. He wasn't technically backing down from a fight. He's trying to keep Max. Remember, he's trying to keep Max healthy going oh, into World's right. End. So that means okay. that Joe has to accept the match no, and, do, right. and do most of the work in the match. And Max. Here's the thing. Max is he's the fucking devil. He's the, he's he's our scumbag. What what if what what if the devil and his goons are actually really are working with MJF and this is a setup to take Joe out at by world's end. Ooh. That would be interesting. Cuz here's the thing like like they pretended like they were going to attack him on dynamite. This is true. But, this but is true. they didn't. They did not. They held they, him. They, and it was just had... the goons. It was just the goons. It wasn't the white devil. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I know. I know. 
and and you know what i forgot brucey and you're absolutely right with all the all the watch parties that i did i haven't really had a chance to talk about a lot of this stuff it fell out of my head that like i guess it was two weeks ago when he gave joe the match joe told him i'm gonna do whatever it takes to make sure you're 100 yes yeah he made we we talked about it with ivan how he kind of made mjf his bitch and said hey bro get your hand in my pocket i'll protect you in this yard And, and I totally forgot about that. So you're at probably because I didn't want to bring that back up, but you just reminded me of that too, Brucey. So thank you. Yep. Um, yes, he he wants MJF as healthy as possible so he can take the title from him. Yes. Now, unfortunately, and this wasn't, I think MJF might have brought it up <coughs> in his promo. It MJF now has a torn labrum on top of everything else. Mm-hmm. So before we move on to anything else, I guess it's the obligatory question. Does this mean, with, as as beat up and banged up as he is, that MJF will end up dropping this title in Long Island to Samoa Joe? No, not in Long Island. No, he'll drop he'll drop it at the beginning of the year. At some point in the beginning of the year. What, like on Dynamite? Maybe Collision. <laughs> Oh, okay. So you're thinking not pay-per-view at the end of the year. You're thinking beginning of the year on TV. Mm-hmm. I can see that. I mean, it would definitely be a moment. I feel like it might be a moment that they'd want to put on a pay-per-view. But then again, your pay-per-view's in Long Island. And I don't think you want to riot. Yes. That, that would be... That would be the equivalent. That would be the equivalent of, like, John Cena beating RVD at one night stand in the Hammerstein Ballroom. That town's gonna get burned down. <laughs> and 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 here's the thing: who's to say Max doesn't beat him and then goes into the new year? Well, guess what? January's here, and it's time for the bidding, the bidding war of twenty twenty four. Even yeah. though, even though there's a lot of there's a lot of people that think low key Max has already resigned with AEW. Um, yeah. Which which I could see possible. And, um, and by the way, the chef is totally on board with our female house of black to go with the other three. Yes. <laughs> and I love you for it, dude. And again, thank you for showing up to the watch alongs, man. You were amazing. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I I I can't see him losing that title in Long Island. Like I know he's no. hurt. I know we have this whole devil thing, and I like your theory on that. But I can't see him losing that title in Long Island. At least not if they want Long Island to survive through the night. Or if he loses it to the devil in the beginning of the year. Mm. Mm. That could be too. That could be too. I still I still believe, because they, they brought that dude out, you know, the big dude from the devil crew, and I still believe that's just Wardlow in a fucking mask. And, and, and here's the thing. Ward, Wardlow never really said he wanted his title. Wardlow just said he was coming for him. He never, right. said he, was, he never said he was coming for the title. So if he is with the devil, and the devil's the one that's coming for the title, Wardlow would just soften him up. And and get disqualified because he doesn't care. He doesn't want the title. He just wants to hurt Max. Oh no, I'm I'm, I'm aware you were pretty lit on that last watch along, man. Shit, <laughs> it was fun, but you, <clears throat> I was jealous. I wanted. I was hoping you could ship me those those promotional those promotional items that night so I could get so I get lit with you. And by the way, shout out while we're on the subject to the Pacific Plate 
Brewery. Oh my God, you guys were amazing at Survivor Series. And I don't think the Godfather minds me saying this. They are now an official sponsor of the Debate Network. So thank you. Obviously, Ivan's party went well. They enjoyed the watch along. We had a bunch of fun. And at the end of the night, now Pacific Plate Brewery has decided to join the team. We couldn't be fucking happier. <laughs> Need those promotional items so I can shoot some commercials for you. And, well, for Wendy and I, so we can shoot some commercials for you. I want to share the wealth a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> We will shoot some commercials for you and have a ball doing it. But yes, it was a great night. And yes, it's official. Our sponsorship with Pacific Plate Brewery. We couldn't be prouder. Man, it, it will be. I, I, I just, I can't. Going back to MJF, I can't see it. It's going to be a proud moment in Long Island when he retains that title against mm -hmm. Joe. Mm -hmm. No matter how injured, no matter how much Joe puts him through, because we know Joe oh is Joe is on some TNA God. level shit lately. Oh my, you know what I just, you know what I just thought of? Uh oh, he had a high class premonition. I did. <laughs> I Please did. share it. Share it with the group. Max is getting ready to have his Cody Rhodes moment in AEW. Oh. And by Cody Rhodes moment, I mean hell in, off the hell, in, hell in a cell with his pack. Well, he's Max has got a torn labrum, and he's getting ready to go into a world title match with a torn labrum. He goes yeah. out there, torn labrum, throws on a slamming, banging match. He just did the same thing Cody Rhodes did. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> I was in here. I, I was in here asking for clips. Hang on, where to go? Where to go? Where to go? <laughs> I'm looking, man. You got a lot of freaking clips. Here it is. <laughs> Wonderful. It really would be. It really would be. And why not follow in the in the footsteps of the roller coaster? Why not? <laughs> and and last, as far as I know, but certainly not least. We we got to talk about Adam Copeland and Christian because Christian came out at the Go end of the night. Go fuck yourself. We'll, we'll yeah, get that there. That was great. Christian came out at the end of the night and and said that Adam wasn't going to make it to Toronto. And I was like, "What? I thought he was going to call him out, kick his ass, all this bullshit." No, not even a little bit. Not at all. Instead, he calls him out to start buttering him up, talking about his mom and how he didn't have a father growing up. And I thought, oh, Christian, no, 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 don't yeah. go here. Yes. And how his dad was a father figure, this, that, the other. They, mm -hmm. And Judy, his mom, who had passed, because we got to go there because we're Christian, of course. had wanted them to team up one last time, and they should do it, and this and that and the other. <laughs> and And then, you know, eventually Christian tries to hit him with the title, and Adam Ducks calls him a dumbass, hits him with a low blow, and then immediately and then immediately proceeds to say, "Go fuck yourself." Uh, that made it on TV. Yeah, yeah that didn't get uh, that didn't get bleeped. Button. The old dump button was a little bit hey, late. It was it was after nine o'clock. Anything goes. <laughs> Yeah. Ask FX. They put some wild shit on after 9 30. 
but uh they you know so we're we're still we're still in the midst of Dece- you know December 6th which is rapidly approaching Christian versus Adam Copeland for the TNT title do we see this ending on December 6th do we see a title change or does this just continue until eventually one guy kills the other I think I think this is going to end at revolution I think I think Adam Adam Copeland and Christian are are they're they're doing a teaching moment for Tony Khan in 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 a backstage sense. They're 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 like, hey, look, this is how you tell a story. This this is how you do it, and this is what we need to be doing if we want to if we want to uh, sell more tickets and and get our numbers up. Like, here you go. Watch what we do. Watch how we do this. So, in other words, they said, hey, Tony. Fuck yourself. I'm sorry, I had to do it. I had to do it. I mean, no, not, I don't say not so much that, but I think, I think, I just, I, I think, I think it's, a, it's a teaching opportunity for Tony Khan. I know. I'm, I'm playing around. I'm totally kidding. I, I, I just, I like to have fun. And oh god damn it, Tony, why? I'm serious. I'm not gonna sit back and take this fucking shit. Just take it and shut the fuck up. Like Ivan says, you're bullshit. <laughs> I like to have fun. But it, it's... The thing about this is... This is what I want... This is what I wanted to see. Because there was a point where Edge was back in WWE. And Christian had been back, but not exactly wrestling. They were even doing... um um What do they call it? The Pot of Awesomeness or whatever on the WWE Network together. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, I was like, no, Christian I, show. I want, I want Edge versus Christian. I would rather Christian be the heel because I think he plays it better <laughs> than Edge, and I think Edge is a better face. But I want Edge versus Christian in WWE. We we got like maybe one moment of it in like like before Adam originally retired. And I can't remember if it was a cage match or something like that. And and that's the point. I can't remember because it was kind of forgettable. Yeah. But to have it back at that moment where these two guys have fought back from what was career-ending injuries and were cleared to wrestle, but they wouldn't let Christian wrestle, basically. Mm-hmm. I wanted to see this so bad, and now I'm getting this in AEW. And honestly, honestly, I don't... I. I'm ex- I'm as excited now as I was when I thought about it back then when Edge came back because Christian was already there. I was like, oh my god, yep. we need to do this. We need to do this. And then they started this shit with Randy Orton. It was really no offense, Randy. It was really fucking boring, really fucking stupid. And they did something called the greatest match ever that put Edge on the shelf. Mm-hmm. Fuck all that, Edge and Christian. That's what we needed. That's what we're getting now. I'm so excited for. It. I hope it doesn't end. I hope it doesn't end after Toronto. I hope this is only the beginning. I hope somehow one of Christian's boys gets involved. They throw the match out. You get, you know, Sting or Darby coming out or whatever. And then this shit pro- progresses on to Revolution, like you said, or wherever. I don't fucking care. Keep it going. Keep it going because it is great fucking television. This is something that I wanted to see. Grandma, are you in the same boat or are you just over the whole Edge and Christian nostalgia bullshit? <laughs> 
I I want to <laughs> say I'm over it. Don't make me come in. <laughs> this rivalry has actually been good, and I've actually enjoyed it. it it's definitely playing out well, and I want to see where it goes and what happens. I don't want Chris Air Edge to win the title, though. No. I don't either. You don't want Edge to be the TNT champion? No, he doesn't <laughs> no. need it. No, uh-uh. I don't, think I, old people, I don't think these old heads should be getting titles. I, I feel like we should just have a match. It, it, it can't be, like, anything too crazy because of their injuries. Like, they can't have a ladder match or something like that. It would probably kill both of them at this point. But I think they should just have, like, a lights-out, no-holds-barred type fight for no title, no nothing, just who's better. Like, who's who's the better man? Like, okay. you guys, you've been waiting for this. You want to kill each other? Fine. Do it at Revolution in a no-holds-barred match or a lights-out match. They've done that before with, with Moxley, with a few other people. Do it again. Let these guys just fucking kill each other. They don't need a title on the line. Mm-hmm. We don't need a title change. I think Christian is an amazing TNT champion. I'm kind of interested to see where we're going with this whole Luchasaurus kill switch. Kill switch. Because kill it switch. looked like Luchasaurus was kind of mad at him about that <coughs> bullshit. And then we just lost it. So uh, I think that's still got to play out. And I and I don't know when it will. Maybe that's one of the reasons that Christian retains the title because he accidentally gets involved or some tries to hit Christian, pops edge. Christian gets disqualified. I mean, Adam, Adam, I'm if sorry. You, if, Adam! It's, <laughs> it, it, it's funny to think about if you look at Christian, Kill Switch, and Nick Wayne, like as Christian being the father figure, it's almost like, like, Kill Switch is the defiant teenager, and yeah. Nick, Wayne, Nick Wayne is the golden boy, youngest can't that do no can't do off. no wrong. Okay, you know I was I was gonna say if you look at him, it kind of remind like Luchasaurus is kind of like teenage Groot in Guardians of the Galaxy, <laughs> and Nick Cage is kind of Rocket. <laughs> I'm just saying that's my comparison, but I'm a psycho, so you take that for what it's worth. But that's what I was thinking. We got the angsty teen part down. We just had different comparisons. <laughs> I, I think, honestly, it's going to be great. It, it's great to see Randy back. It's not so great to see Phil, but I guess he's still got fans, and I'm happy for them. I'm not one of them anymore. But Yeah, they're all the ones that were booing and talking shit about him when he was in AEW. Now they're cheering him. Yeah, the, the thing, people were booing this man and talking shit and everything else. Then he comes back to WWE and it's, yay. Yeah. And you, you same, again, you can't really. Smarks that were booing Cody and now that he's at WWE, they're like, oh, Cody's rat home. That's true. what I was, I was just about, again, Grandma, you and me, right here, because I was just about to say that. You got to look at it this way, though. The same thing happened with Cody. People were booing the shit out of him in AEW. Then he walks back in at WrestleMania, and the house goes crazy, and they've been crazy for him ever since. Same ever thing since. with Jade. Well, Jade's the same way. Yeah. Jade got a pop when they did show her somewhere, but she hasn't really been anywhere since. But here's here's the thing. <laughs> they, they, people were all saying how horrible she was. She doesn't belong in a ring. She's too green. She's not learning anything. She's going to hurt someone, you know? That's what everything. Then why is Nia Jax back on the roster? 
Thank you. And then all of a sudden she goes See, to WWE. Right she's, the next, <laughs> she's the next big thing. Yeah. I, and everyone loves her. But that's the thing. Like everyone, er, everyone is kind of loving her, kind of excited for her. But again, like the Godfather says, the latest rumors in your window is that Trips wants to keep her in the PC because they are not exactly satisfied with her in-ring abilities. Does that surprise why you? She has not been on television. It 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 doesn't surprise me, but. Then why did you sign her so quickly? What up, Nick? Oh, shit. Low class is in the building. Ladies and gentlemen, Nick Dieterding from the Universal Wrestling Podcast. What is good, homie? <coughs> I missed you. I am I am so sorry we ain't spoken a minute, dude. Shit has been crazy. I hope you're well. I hope, I hope Low Universal is doing great. I miss you. Definitely go check out their last episode. It was fucking fire. Um... But I'm 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 almost wondering if if maybe they thought that Jade was a little bit more ready when they signed her, and that's why they put her on these appearances, put her in front of Charlotte, you know, that type of shit to begin with, and they backed off. Like like did they maybe I don't did I don't they jump that... the gun is really the question. <laughs> I don't think it's that they think she's too green. I think they have to deprogram her, so to speak, yep. and reprogram her to the WWE style because yep. it is very different. It's very distinct. True. That's all that is. True. I mean, Cody can Cody can still do a lot of what he did in AEW, but not everything, if you noticed. He's been around for a while, and he's had a lot of matches, and he's done a lot of things that he did in AEW, but there's a good chunk of that shit that he has not done whatsoever at all. I want to see and even being, a flaming table. Yeah, let's not do that again. That was... <laughs> I can still see the... I can still see, like, the burnt pieces of the table stuck uh, to his back, and I just... I know Bruce does it better than me, but I'm sorry, I can't help it. It's just... <laughs> 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 But but you know even 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 it, using WWE's style, he ended up with that pec injury. So mm-hmm. it's not really what you do. It, it's because this shit's just going to happen anyway. But I, I I don't know. It seems like it seems like, and we'll see that maybe they thought Jade was in a place that she wasn't, and maybe now they're trying to back off. Either that, either that, or it. And this was something I was going to leave for the end of the show. Royal Rumble bold prediction. My bold prediction for the Royal Rumble uh-huh. is Jade Cargill will win the women's. Ooh. She will debut and she will win it. That would be interesting. I think it, that because, again, this is rumor in your window. I know Trips brought up Jade a little bit and he didn't really... He didn't really say, like, oh, we're keeping her there. But he said, you know, she's still putting in work. She's still getting ready, you know, that kind of thing. So it wasn't as harsh as the reports made it out. I wonder if maybe they're just saving her for that type <coughs> of moment. It wouldn't be like a page moment like we brought up, but it would be damn close. If she comes in, first match, Royal Rumble wins the shit. And then say, challenges mommy. <clears throat> Like that's that's a sight to that behold be at WrestleMania. I don't give a fuck what you think. And that would Jade definitely be a, a lot of people. 
Who'd yeah. be the baby face? Oh, Rhea. Because mommy's the mommy's the popular one. But I know. But she. But people still cheer for her. And Jade. Because is, they cheer for her, it doesn't mean she's not a heel. Well, yeah, she's more of a betweener. But Jade is a better. Jade is better as a heel, regardless of where you see her. She is better as a fucking heel. So yeah, it, it would definitely be Rhea as the tweener face and Jade as the heel. It, 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 if if it were me booking it, but uh, that's that's my bold prediction. Uh, Wendy, do you have any bold predictions for either one of the Rumble matches? <coughs> I would like to see Jade. Uh premiere at it debut that's the word fuck he's cold <laughs> cold right. just in there got the brain fog i have the brain worms i think we're all getting to the point where it's sleepy time so we'll mm-hmm. wrap up after this yeah, like that. <laughs> sleepy time plus paint plus fucking cold meds yeah really, that'll do it too it's really, hard. it's really hard to focus man and i'm full of dumplings i'm just like <laughs> okay uh, That's a triple threat for awesome. night time. It would be awesome to see Jade debut. I don't know who to expect to win it, though. That's one thing that trips me up. I'm like, I don't know. CM Punk wins the women's. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if AJ no. Lee came back, though, at the Royal Rumble either. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, Punk did bring, him, bring, him, uh, bring her up. It's like AJ is doing well. And she sends her regards in that promo. So yeah, that's that my prediction for the Rumble that she might come back for it. Nice shocking comeback. I wouldn't mind that. <laughs> I'd rather okay. see AJ than Punk. All right, Bruce, what do you got? Eh, Phil Brooks. Yeah. What? No, go. What? I said Phil Brooks enters the Men's Royal Rumble at number one and wins it. And then goes on to challenge Seth Rollins at WrestleMania to main event night one of the buy one, get one free extravaganza. Oh, you mean like that promo we cut on MJF that yes. aged so well? Yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, I, I when I first heard you say it, I thought to myself, I cannot believe this shit. But okay, yeah, now that we've got it out there, we, we tied the promo into it. I'm- oh, yeah. I'll yes. go with it. I'll go with it. That would be cool. That'd be cool. And Seth whooped yes. his motherfucking ass. <laughs> yes. Welcome back, bitch. <laughs> yes. Just like he did to Matt Riddle. <laughs> stiff ass shots. Them stiff ass shots and everything. Maybe Hardway me- blood. I want maybe, hard way blood. I don't care if WWE likes it or not. Maybe, maybe, maybe give him some. Maybe give him a real curb stomp. Yeah, that yeah. would be fun. Not, too. not I a, would, not a kayfabe curb stomp. I, I, I'm, I'm totally down for all of this. Absolutely, positively, all of this. But with all of that being said, I think mm-hmm. that's all we got for this week, folks. We will be back next week, better than ever, with a fully prepared fully new episode yes. and of course the week after that we'll be celebrating four years yay so everybody get ready 
we're going to start reaching out to people. We're going to bring people back. We're going to, you know, get some videos together. We're going to play everybody's word. Well, we're going to have fun with it. We're going to have fun with it. Maybe by then I'll have some of this Pacific Plate promotional items and I can really celebrate. That would be fun. All right. But until then, everybody just have fun. Do your, do your do me a favor. Do your fucking holiday shopping like cautiously. Like just don't fuck with people in traffic and in the stores and that type of shit. Nobody likes that type of shit. I'm just saying. And, and now that I've got that off my chest, Brucey, <coughs> Brucey, yes, Brucey, what? Yeah, let yes. the people know where they can find us on social media. There's one place on Facebook where you can find us. That is Top Rope Wrestling Talking. The, on that, you can find. Oh my God, I'm so stumbling. The music's loud. I'm trying. There you go. How's that? There we go. There we go. It's been a couple weeks. He's rusty. Yes, I'm rusty. And then at Top Rope Wrestling Talk, you can find our threads, our forums, um, music, our music league, which I am still in first place in. Um, post memes. Have fun. Shoot the shit about professional wrestling and just have a good time. Um, yeah. Then you then you can find us on the good old X um, at Top Rope WT. Yes, go on there. Give us some questions. Shoot the shit with us. You know. And then you can find us on the world's greatest Instagram handle that I made. That I made. Oh, yeah. Now, now, now you're taking credit for it. I'm always taking uh, credit for it. What are you talking uh, about? Um, <laughs> I've been paid for it a few times. Um, hey, Lennox. So, and that is at top underscore rope underscore wrestling underscore talk. Yes. Hey, Wendy. Bruce. Wendy. Oh, oh, put a pin in that real quick. Sorry, sorry. Uh, Message from the Godfather. Coming soon, network holiday party. (laughs) And network awards. Oh. Subscribe and be ready for that shit too because it's coming right here to the debate network. Now that's out of the way and I don't have the clip here. Oh, Wendy. (laughs) She's coughing. Yes. Can you breathe first? And then let the people know where they can find our back catalog. You can find us on anchor.fm backslash PRWT. From there, wherever podcasts are freely distributed. You can find us on Twitter, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, wherever you listen to podcasts, that's where we are. You can find us also, our old videos on the YouTubes under PRWT and in parentheses of Fox and Jown. Uh, there you can find our old videos and old meatheads as well. Yeah, um, original meatheads. Yes, the original stuff. The original two episodes. <laughs> the OMs. <laughs> and from there, Dom, where can they find everything else? Well, we're of course a part of the newly minted debate network. So you can find us wherever you find the debate network. So search your Facebooks, your Instagrams, your Twit, your Twitches, your Twitters, your Tiki Takis for at Circle of Debate, capital C O D. <coughs> the cod is where it's at. There you go, Brucey. I said it. <laughs> yes, the cod. The cod. The cod. And, of course, you can find all of this information 
in the link in the links in the description below. You can check us out on audio. And by the way, for the audio listeners, thank you for what did you do? You made top rope wrestling talk fighting outside the ring the <laughs> most shared episode on the circle of debate channel i, I just nice. got that in the background while we were live and and to all the people checking us out and sharing us on audio platforms thank you we appreciate you you are awesome, and we will always love you. And don't forget to come and check our lovely faces. I'm just saying, I appreciate you listening after the fact. But come check out the lovely faces every once in a while. Please, please. Yes. And while I'm at it, fuck it. Enjoy wrestling. Enjoy the last moments of the Continental Classic. If it's not your cup of tea, let somebody else drink it. Wendy? Bruce? Say it. Stay fresh, cheese bags. Deuces, bitches. Bye. Oh my god, so many videos. Come on, y'all. <laughs> Where did it go? There it is. <laughs>